Taiwan's election results are out. Taiwan's ruling Democratic Progressive Party, DPP, wins its third consecutive presidential victory with the selection of Lai Ching-te or William Lai as their new president. This election was considered one of the most important elections of the year and they are reason why a lot of people watch Taiwanese election of 2024. This new leadership in the island nation will help determine regional and global ramifications on diplomatic efforts, economic stability and potential for all-out conflict with China. To discuss more on the outcome of Taiwanese election and Taiwan's close relation with Tibet, course, I am pleased to have joined by Dr. Tsavan Doji, a research fellow from Tibet Policy Institute of Central Tibetan Administration, with us today for this conversation. Welcome back to our program, Tsavala. Yeah, thank you. So, Tsavala, you were in uh, Taiwan on 13th uh, January last month when the results were out of the uh, Taiwanese presidential election this year. So, uh, can you tell us what were the um, uh, your impression of the uh, Taiwanese democratic process and the overall mood there? Uh, my impression on, on the Taiwan election is quite impressive and good at all. Uh, I think uh, there are a uh, few factors that determine uh, the process of the ta uh, Taiwanese democratic transition is that first thing is that the rule of law. The rule of law is very important and it is very important in the, uh, the democracy at all. But the rule of law in Taiwan is very impressive. Wherever you go, either you go for a street, either you go for coffee shop or uh, political space, <coughs> people uh, they strictly follow the rule of law. So that is very important. And, uh, and second thing is that is education. So the education, the standard in Taipei City is very high. And also the education access to the public space is uh, very impressive and very, uh, very good at all. Even you have to go for the coffee shop, uh, <coughs> they will access you to do the education discussion in the coffee shop. You can study in the coffee shop, nobody denying. If you if you in India or other places, if you uh, do such such a things, I think the uh, coffee owner, they deny or they are um, they're sure unwilling to do these things. But that case is not in the tavern. And so, in that things like rule of law and education is highly developed in Taiwan, for that might be in a contribute the success of the democratic transition in Taiwan. So that is one thing. And second thing is that when I was in Taiwan at that time, the the presidential election has declared, and uh, and also uh, I went for the uh, uh, it's the booth. Uh, that uh, uh, the way the people are uh, the casting the vote, and it everything uh, go very smooth way. Uh, I just uh, stand uh, the election uh, the booth uh, just a couple of meters away, and I found that the people are very smooth. There's no more rush, and you know, uh, and there's very good space, and so the everything uh, is very you know the the good and went well. So in that case. And and also like it's emotional, very emotional. You know, like uh, there are three parties actually the contesting the the presidential election, right? And then when the result came out, and the finally the DPP won the election, uh, and then those who lose their candidate, and they are very emotional. But uh, despite uh, 
they're having emotional, but they won't go a violent way and something like that. Uh, so the overall is very healthy and very emotional as well as like it's, uh, it's a perfect example of the, you know, the, uh, the democratic transition. I think the overall the impression is very good, but my, uh, you know, the uh, observation is very limited because I stay for five days. So, um, so can you talk to us about uh, amount of uh, pressure that uh, the PRC has exerted on this election and in the past on Taiwan? Uh, <coughs> yeah, you're right. Actually, um, the the PRC's uh, pressure on the Taiwan is actually it's omnipresence. Actually, it's no more secret. So the, everybody knows about. And before uh, the Taiwan's election started, so there are so many speculations that uh, the uh, PRC the, in the invasion of Taiwan, and then their uh, missiles are launching uh, very next to the Taiwan island, and uh, military might, military aggression is um, uh, so taking place. And and there are so many, you know, the pressures in terms of the political, military, and economic, and then. Uh, one of the most uh, uh, speculations that uh, you know, <coughs> talking about in international political areas, that uh, is the economic uh, factors because the Taiwan is a small island, but economically is very strong, and then the, uh, Taiwan has produced uh, uh, the more than eighty percent of the world uh, the electronic chief. That so, and then. So the speculation is that, like you know, the PRC might be destroy uh, these companies uh, to you know uh, um, to, to down the Taiwan. Actually, in that case, actually, if suppose like you know um, that theory it might come in reality. So the the loss is not only uh, happen to the Taiwan; it it will also affect to the, um, the international economic. So that means it's like the Taiwan election and uh, the PR's pressure is not, you know, the, uh, not the matter between the Taiwan and the and PRC. It's also the international politics. It's, it's also the geopolitics in the uh, uh, Taiwan Strait. And also it has a uh, uh, political and economic implication to the uh, international platform also. Uh, but so that is actually the geopolitical, you know, <coughs> um, Relation between the Taiwan and the PRC, and, and but uh, in this election, uh, despite having huge pressure from the PRC to the Taiwan, but people of the Taiwan they choose the TPP. So that means like uh, there are so many speculations, and if you look at the, uh, the Taiwan from the outside, you might thought that like uh, the PRC easily invade the Taiwan, but but when you look when you when you are in the Taiwan, because during my five days staying in Taiwan, I didn't feel that people are you know uh, getting pressure from the PRC. Uh, they are very normal actually. And though like uh, um, they got a uh, missile alert, uh, you know SMS through each and every mo mobile in the the citizens of the Taiwan, but uh, they feel that is very usual. So they didn't feel uh, such pressure uh, from the PRC, and then. The result is also came out, and we know that the DPP won the election. So, actually, the PRC wants to be the president uh, from the candidate, uh, which is from the Kuomintang uh, party. But uh, the PRC's best option 
for the presidential candidate is a fall down. So it shows that the Taiwanese people are giving so much respect to the value of the democracy and their way of life. And they are not actually, uh, um, um, they are not getting feel the threat from the PRC. So that is like actually quite impressive. And so through that, what we understand is that the people of the Taiwan are not afraid the threat from the China. So Tanla, can you talk to us about the relation and uh, support from the new uh, president and vice president toward our cause? Uh, <clears throat> that is actually um, quite uh, early to say about uh, whether they will uh, keep support for Tibet issue or not. But uh, definitely uh, there's no antagonistic uh, in the point of view towards the Taiwan-Tibet relations. So that is quite sure at all. And uh, uh, if you look at um, if you look at the uh, the history actually, if the history uh, especially for the His Holiness to visit to the Taiwan, right? So the uh, the first ever the His Holiness Dalai Lama's visit to Taiwan is in uh, in in uh, nineteen ninety seven, right? And and then um, two thousand one, and the last one is uh, two thousand nine. So if you look at the, these three visit, and so. Uh, they might have, uh, you know, the uh, political differences in, in, uh, towards the Tibet issue. So, uh, especially in 2009, uh, 2009, uh, the ruling party was Kuomintang. And then, uh, if you look at the <coughs> uh, 1997 visit, the ruling party was TPP. Uh, so that means, like, uh, for my understanding. Uh, through this and analysis is that like so they don't have much you know um, the, the political uh, differences whoever may come to the uh, the ruling party but uh, uh, if you look at the uh, His Holiness Dalai Lama's three visit to the Taiwan so both of the party they invited to the Dalai Lama His Holiness the Dalai Lama so there is one thing the another thing is that the Tibet Taiwan relation is not not only determined by the, uh, the Taiwan and Tibet, but it involves the international pressure also. And one thing. And third one is that uh, <coughs> either Tibet or Taiwan, so they are getting pressure from the PRC. So the, our challenge is the same. So they may have the common ground to work together, Taiwan and Tibet, to to fight against the PRC's pressure and threat. So the fourth one is that it's, the, it's very important for my understanding is that it's the strategic significance. Uh, despite having so many political differences uh, uh, among the Taiwan as well as the, its relation to the Tibet, but the, the strategic significance is very important to, f to fight against the common uh, threat. So the common threat is PRC, and Taiwan also getting pressure from uh, pressure from PRC, and Tibet is already occupied by the PRC. Therefore, there is a strategic common ground for that the Taiwan and Tibet work together. So I think this is very important. So for this point of view, either Kuomintang uh, uh, Party come in power, or TPP come in power or the third party that is the Taiwan's People Party came in power. So 
they might have to think about that particular uh, aspect uh, to challenge against the common enemy. So I think uh, so overall that the Taiwan debate relation has determined is the religion that is Buddhism and political as well as as the human right as well as and also uh, is the people to people relation is very important. So the tactical diplomacy is the only way to understand or, or improve the relation between Taiwan and Tibet. I think that is very important, tech two diplomacy, rather than to focus on the tech one diplomacy. So with a different political party that is in power in Taiwan right now, in parliament seat, Kuomintang uh, is in majority and in the presidential is DPP right now. So uh, do you see any divided support for Tibet uh, in the future uh, in terms of or in connection with China? So on, in that case, I, uh, I, don't think, uh, I don't think that um, there's a, a different approach when it comes to the uh, Tibet issue because uh, whoever may come into power, so uh, they will work for the interests of the Taiwan. So the Taiwan Tibet relation is interest of the people of the Taiwan and uh, people of the Tibet. So and then the, our interest is that uh, we have to fight against the common threat. So that is CCP. So Taiwan, they are getting so much pressure from the CCP in terms of economic and military and so on and so. And also the Tibet is presently occupied by the PRC. So our, the, uh, we have the common ground and so that is fight against the common threat. So when it comes to that ground, common ground, so I don't see any differences from either Kuomintang or DPP. So I think uh, because the best example is that when His Holiness first visit to Taiwan is uh, 1997, that time the ruling party was DPP. The His Holiness Dalai Lama's last visit in Taiwan is uh, 2009. That time the ruling party was Kuomintang. So they might have different uh, political uh, philosophy, political um, stand, but overall there are so many factors to determine the Taiwan-Tibet relation. The one is the Buddhism, and second is political. When it comes to the Buddhism, the Kuomintang is more uh, closer to the Tibet and Tibet issue because of religious factor. When it comes to the political, so the DPP is more closer to the uh, Tibet issue because the DPP they advocate for the independence of uh, the Taiwan. So uh, this is the uh, but. Despite having all these things, uh, for me, the most important thing to have the future, the healthy Taiwan-Tibet relation is the strategic, uh, uh, strategic alliances in, in between Tibet and Taiwan. Uh, so, because through that strategic uh, alliance, we have to come down in the common ground. So that common ground, if, if we walk in that common ground, and then we can fight against the common threat. So this is very important. And then second thing is that uh, tech one diplomacy in between Taiwan and Tibet is impossible so far because of so many political circumstances there. But obviously, the best option to have the healthy and uh, robust relation between Tibet and Taiwan is tech two diplomacy. It's the people-to-people's diplomacy. So therefore, uh, uh, we could go more the Tibetan students to study in Taiwan 
and through that uh, uh, we get uh, the good relations also and then the parliamentary receipt is another important and so the tech to diplomacy is the only option and the best solution to bring the interests of the uh, people of the Taiwan and the people of the Tibet. I think that would be good. So in that ground, who, whoever may come for the power, I think they follow for that things. So, uh, so far they may have the political um, differences toward the Tibet issue, but overall there is no antagonistic, you know, towards the Tibet issue, um, both from both party. So I think that is all. Uh, so these are my questions and thank you so much for talking to us about the Taiwan presidential election 2024 and Taiwan's relation with uh, Tibet. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.